0: ...bat-faced apology for a witch. What do you mean you've had enough? Mabel, I demand an explanation. I've had enough of being a witch in the last part of the 20th century, and so I've decided to give it up. I'm going to be ordinary. Ordinary? shrieked Maud. What is that supposed to mean, you great soggy bag of mashed potatoes? Mabel flushed, but looking hard into Maud's flashing eyes. What I mean, Maud, is that I'm going off into the world and I'm going to try and find a job and live like an ordinary person. "'I don't want to spend my time dancing round an old pot "'and riding around on an old broomstick, thinking up silly spells. "'I know when I'm beaten. No more witchery for me.' "'Good!' shouted Maud. "'You go then and try and become an ordinary person. "'You'll soon find out what it's like out there.' They won't want to know you. You'll be cold and lonely and hungry. And don't think Ethel and I will hang around waiting for you to come to your senses. We'll be off to some distant place, and you may not be able to find us. Isn't that right, Ethel? Well, actually, Maud, whispered Ethel, biting her nails and looking at the ground. I think I'd like to go with Mabel. I'm tired of being a witch, too. Worms, traitors, miserable toads, thundered Maud. Well, off you both go, then but I'm keeping the cauldron and the Book of Spells. I may be the last wicked witch left in the world, but I shall never desert the old ways of our mother and grandmother and the generations before them. I shall continue with our great ways till the end of time. Each to her own taste, Maud, said Mabel cheerfully. We're very happy for you to keep the cauldron and the Book of Spells. Ethel and I will have no need of such things where we are going. Now, Maud dear, take good care of yourself, and don't forget to wear your warmest knickers when the weather gets worse. You could catch your death of cold flying around up there. I do hope that when Ethel and I are settled, you will come and visit us. We don't want to lose touch. I mean, we are still sisters, even if we have chosen different paths. Don't be ridiculous, yelled Maud. I wouldn't lower myself by talking to creeps like you. Don't think you'll get away with this, because you won't. You'll come crawling back to me, begging for forgiveness. And who knows, maybe I'll be in a good mood and help, or then again, maybe I won't. Oh dear, sighed Mabel. I had hoped we'd manage an agreeable parting of the ways. Still, if you won't have it, you won't. Well, our door will always be open to you, Maud, and I wish you well. Me too, whispered Ethel. And do please come to see us, Maud. I'd be so sad never to see you again. With a last glance at Maud, Ethel and Mabel walked off hand-in-hand down the road that led to the town. Mabel heard a little squeak as she strode off, and when she looked down, she saw their black cat running along beside them. Look, Ethel, she said happily, black cat has decided to come with us. As they walked away carrying their broomsticks, they could hear Maud behind them singing loudly. By toad in ditch and owl in tree, curses on those who abandon me. Can you hear that, Mabel? whispered Ethel. Of course I can. She is fierce, isn't she? Still, courage, Ethel, courage. We had to do it. And I expect Maud will come round eventually. I expect you're right, Mabel. I'm so tired, I can't even think straight. What we need is some sleep.